Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What is going on, everyone? Mike Singer, Tim Hyde with this week's Notre Dame football show here on YouTube. Pod Like a Champion for those listening via podcast. It is a great day to talk Notre Dame football. We are just 10 days away from Notre Dame versus Navy. <laughs> More importantly, my 30th birthday. Um, but seriously, looking forward to a fun time. Um, Tim, it's it's been a week since you... Uh, we're on our show last, uh, or on our YouTube last, and um, I know you want to give a public apology to the Notre Dame football show community, or the Notre Dame football show sponsored by the Steve Angeli Foundation for your comments last week, because you got suspended without pay for a few days. If I don't know if you wanted to make your public apology. No, I guess I got to go back and uh, rewatch that segment and uh, break it down a little bit more, so... <laughs> That was so much fun. No, no, no comment on the 2023, as I said last week. So here we go. We'll worry about whatever happens down the road, down the road, right? But hey, real quick, you said 10 days, Mike. Literally, what it's uh, I was reading online today. There are going to be teams in Ireland a week from today. So here we are, seven days. They touch down in Dublin and start getting ready to get those sea legs ready to play a little football. So we love it. Hey, we love you. Look at all these guys. Ten days. Yeah. Joey says, uh, make sure you give this video a thumbs up. Please do, folks. Very appreciated. Um, one more thing. I've been getting roasted for two things in the past week. One, yes. everyone just was coming to Tim Hyde. I mean, poor Tim Hyde. Okay. And just coming to his defense in the YouTube comments and, and, and everything. Just, I'll be okay. Tim, yeah. I, I'm so sorry for bullying you last week. The other thing I was getting roasted for was... Um, me not watching the program yes i'm gonna be completely honest with everyone <laughs> never even heard of it before i had never heard of the movie i think for a lot of people you saw it when it came out or you know someone made you watch it like my parents were not football people yeah so yeah. i didn't have like remember the titans rudy like those to me like i did see growing up those are those that's the pinnacle of football movies the program 
was not very good. I'm sorry. It's Mike. It's the program. It's just it's a it's a like I bet for the time that was an amazing movie 30 years ago. All of the stereotypes about college football. I mean, was I entertained? Yes. Was it again for its time? I'm sure it was a fantastic movie. But watching it in 360p, um, you know, not not very good quality on YouTube and in today's age was not. But I was entertained. It was a cool movie. Um, so I did get to watch it begrudgingly. Um, One of those, I was bullied into it. You want to talk about a good football movie? It doesn't get mentioned enough. I know all the all the elderly people, such as myself, that are uh, over 25 in the chat. <laughs> great, great. One of Tom Cruise's first movies, one of my all-time favorites, is um, All the Right Moves. Classic movie, way <laughs> back when. So you want to watch an old, iconic football movie, Tom Cruise, and he's like 20. So it's awesome. That's a good one from the early 80s. Two more things on this before we move on. One, um, someone commented that I just cried laughing. Someone commented on, on the show last week after after the after we were live and said, according to Mike Singer, history only starts after 1993. I thought that was hysterical. I about fell out of my chair laughing. Um, but look, look, I mean, I, I can only know what I know. I mean, no one had no one had ever told me about the movie. So, but you guys did, and I watched it too. The next time Goolsby or you for that matter, but you usually don't do this. Usually Goolsby says, Goolsby. do you know X? I'm just going to say, I refuse to comment. Yeah. So if you were about to ask me, hey, Mike, have you seen this movie with Tom Cruise? Whether I have or not, I refuse to answer that question anymore. I didn't say um, yeah. All I said it was a good one to put on your list. Yeah, I'm just in high school football uh, movie. And maybe I have seen it. Like, ask me if I watch Friday Night Lights. Go ahead, Tim. I'm not asking. asking. Oh, have you seen Friday Night Lights, Mike? Tim, I declined to comment. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like a Senate hearing all of a sudden. I love it. (laughs) Well, Tim, you know, on this show, we, for our post game show, it's shirt and tie for our midweek shows. We're going collared shirts, right? And I am just wearing a t-shirt. You might be thinking to yourself, I'm sure everyone is. Why the heck is Mike Singer uh, just wearing a t-shirt? And that's because I got some gear and I'm breaking a rule. I usually do not do Homer apparel on in a public setting. Or, or I should say a work setting, right? Where I have Notre Dame shirts, I wear them out all the time, but not not in a and I'm breaking the rule. I have my home field apparel Irish shirt um that I got. And folks, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Um, it looks and feels fantastic. Um, Tim, I know you should be getting yours soon, so maybe you can see Tim Hyde in a home field shirt. Um I also have hold on, let me go back to full screen for folks watching on YouTube. Um, I also have this nice long sleeve shirt. I mean, Tim. Look at this, 1842. I didn't even know 1842 existed because I only thought history started after 93. Um, but in all seriousness, th- this this home field apparel um, it is really fantastic. It's a new sponsor for Blue and Gold. Uh, they're based out of Indiana, um, and they have officially licensed Notre Dame clothing, and it's comfortable too. And not just Notre Dame, a bunch of other um, schools as well. So if you want to buy something for yourself and maybe a loved one as well, you can definitely do that. Website to visit is homefieldapparel.com. Search in Notre Dame and you'll find that. I really need this Notre Dame Fighting Irish Tennis Crew Neck. So if someone from Homefield is watching or listening this ad back, 
send Mike Singer, the Notre Dame tennis crew neck. Um, I'm a married guy, so I don't need to worry about pulling in the ladies, but I do have that to wear to impress myself because I think it's fantastic. Um, one of the great things is their designs. I love their Notre Dame designs. Again, especially uh, that crew neck. Good old school Notre Dame designs. Good, creative, unique, and thoughtful stuff. A, and this is the best thing, folks. When you use the promo code BLUEGOLD23, that's one word, BLUEGOLD23, you will get 15% your fir- off your first order with Home Field. The site's easy to navigate, and you can find the perfect college football gear you need to complete your game day outfit. Be prepared this fall by shopping at homefieldapparel.com, and make sure you use the promo code BLUEGOLD23 for 15% off your purchase. Yes, Ian says Mike Singer with the drip. Um, hey, man, I, I'm not going to lie. This feels fantastic. I've already done the ad read. I'm just talking to you guys. Like, it really does feel great. Okay. Let's talk some other Dame football now. So, you watched all of my Sunday show with Goolsby, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it took about three or four days, you know, but uh, it was good. <laughs> it was a long show. No, I know. I start. Um, I started to watch a little bit of it late that night, and then I obviously when it ended, and I saw, I was like, "My God, an hour forty-five! I was like, singer going along the long show." So it was. Uh, it was good. It was good. And then I rewatched it uh, this morning just to check out Gould. I forgot to write down Goolsby's grades, so I had to rehash some of those and get a few of his fine uh, pointers on a few. So no, it was a. It was a fun show. It was one I know he and I chatted about like six weeks ago, starting to talk about grades for positions. So it was a, it was a fun one. And you know, Tim, you asked me to make um, that graphic for the show, and I forgot. So we're gonna see if Mike Singer can multitask and make. And it's not gonna be some fancy graphic. It's it's just you know just just information. So Goolsby gave his position grades. Uh, we went position by position. He gave his grades again. A was playoff caliber slash NFL guys. B is a top 25 unit in the country. C is average. And D is just yikes, right? So we're going to do that with Hyde. But since we're not going to go an hour 45, we're going to go a little bit more rapid fire on this. So we will start, Tim, uh, with the safety position. Um, yeah, give us your thoughts uh, on this group. And then... Um, and then yeah, let's let's hear your grade as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Goolsby gave a B minus. I I went B. This is one I went a hair higher, top twenty five. I went. I mean, believe me, it's it's right in that range. Everything Mike talked about was was spot on. I just gave a little higher unit uh, unit grade because of experience. They got some dudes that play a lot of football. You talking about DJ Brown, Ramon Henderson. Obviously, Watts has been on the field a ton and um and it's you know you know you could say the second year of golden it's really the third year with freeman as well so henderson played a bunch back then dj brown so i just went with the experience with those guys um really like obviously the transfer they got in uh carter heck of an athlete i i i don't expect him to be a guy early on as he's still transitioning coming in in the summer but athletically and they got two years uh, that he's going to be around and if push comes to shove, they have to push, you know, Thomas Harper from Oklahoma State, who's been a multi-year starter for them. So I just went overall B just because of the depth. And really, I'm a huge, huge Xavier Watts fan. I know Goolsby and I have been 
you know, high on him for ages. A guy we used to text like crazy during the games, like, why isn't this guy playing way more? And then finally at the end of the year, he started to do that. I'm a big believer that I think he's going to be one of those NFL contract guys, meaning he's a senior. I would not be surprised if Xavier Watts has a huge year, takes that a big senior year, and he goes pro. That's kind of one of my predictions. And there's a handful of seniors like Xavier, I think, that uh, have the possibility of doing that with the big year. So I would be experienced, and Xavier Watts, I think, is a heck of a heck of a football player. Okay, and the cornerback spot, I feel like this is – Tim, is it crazy to you that, like, when we started doing shows with you and stuff, like the cornerback position, if you did, like, a, a listing of the best positions on the Notre Dame roster, corner would usually be one of That's the worst. Cool. And now, do you think it's the – like, is it the best unit on the team? Yeah, well, we just go back, you know, a, a year plus ago, right? When we started talking about last season, it was like, oh, my God, who the heck's DBs? Because all we had in mind was the Fiesta Bowl. Right. The worst defensive. It's like they didn't even play defense. It was brutal. And those guys were all coming back. So it was it, it was supposed to be bad last year. And those guys rallied, obviously got their you know tails coached off, and they played amazing football last year for the most part. And unbelievable athletes. So Goolsby went A. I went A minus. I went a hair lower. I'll probably get yelled at, and that's okay. I went a hair lower because of Cam Hart. I know he's a captain, fifth-year guy. But Cam would be in the NFL right now if he didn't get injured. So I'm sticking with, does he miss time? And if he has to miss time because he has a, he does have an injury, you know, bug that he's had over time, can Mickey be a guy? And that's a question mark to me because he's going to get picked on like crazy if he is. And then you got Lewis. If they have to play Lewis back at corner, I went back and watched the the, the bowl game last, last last night. I was up late, just wanted to watch some football. We went and broke down the bowl game. Yeah, Mike, that's what I do at night. I was texting Goolsbees. We were breaking down the infamous Aztec package together. And, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lewis gets torched on one, has a bad read. I still have, you know, PTSD from the Fiesta Bowl. So if Hart or Morrison go down, can they survive with, with some of those backups? Depth is solid. Don't get me wrong. They got depth. Lewis has played a ton. Mickey is a babbler. Christian Gray, obviously, we have high hopes for him. And he's the fifth guy, which is which is crazy. So um, I went A-. minus. It's a heck of a group. Going back to your, your question, yeah, it's it's a strength, and it looks to be one in the in the future. Yeah. Um, thoughts on uh, Mike Goolsby calling you his best friend? Yeah, you know what, God, we have talked. I, I mean, it's true story. I mean, Mike, Mike was right. I, I even showed my wife. My wife's like, my God, what are you doing? I love talking ball. I got a great buddy back in California. I talk ball with like every five hours, I feel like. So Goolsby and I are just in a football mode. I told you, I've been saying it the last few Wednesdays. This has been the longest. I feel most just dragging out off season on earth and we're dying to get to football. So we have been talking a ton of football the last 30 days. All right, and then uh, the linebacker spot. Oh yeah, yeah I I went higher. Uh, I went A minus on this one. I think it's a better group than people think. There's been a lot of media outlets have, have ranked them in the top ten, which I'm going with experience. I mean, you got check this out. You got three fifth year seniors. No matter what people say, they're not coming off the field, and people aren't going to like that statement whatsoever. They're not coming off the field. You don't replace experience. And you got three dudes, Mike, 
54 starts and 400 tackles. They're not going to bench any of those guys as much as everyone's talking about. we got to play the young guys. The young guys are going to get some playing time. They're going to, I think, what, Bowen's starting on a few special teams. You know, Sneed's going to be getting a package for him, which is totally noticeable in the in the bowl game. You see him flying around like crazy in that uh, game against South Carolina. And I think Osbury, the same thing. I think he's on a special team or two, I think I've read. So those young guys are going to get their feet wet on special teams. In any games they could get in the fourth quarter, they'll get in there. But JD's a heck of a football player. You got a two-time captain. Kaiser's solid. Marist does all heck of, I mean, heck of a lot more than people think. And I'll watch film with anyone, and you can see the fits and the things that he does good. So does a lot more than just running into guards, believe it or not. And I posted on the board last week, like five plays. Like five plays, Marist gets no credit for, yet the impact that he had off of those, whether it's a blitz some form of a pressure, uh, a great counter fit he had against Clemson. Someone else got the TFL. Those always go as miss. So I'm going A-minus for experience and a heck of a lot of playing time uh, that I think they're going to have this year. They're going to be great leaders too. And you like Maris Leafow a lot more than, than Gould. Yeah, you know what? And I, God, man, we've had 422,000 texts about this in the last year, Gould's B&I. Um, I get what Maris does. I, I see a ton of it. It's annoying. It's crazy. But when you take a step back sometimes, and 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 Goolsby talked about this on the message board a week ago. Someone asked him about it, where Mike is coming from it from a, a captain at Notre Dame, a guy that played middle linebacker. And I totally understand where, where Mike's coming from. Of He would get cut block, get off the ball, and go make a tackle out there. Maris, there's probably some plays where Goolsby's like, man, he's got to make that play. Get off that block, go make the play. I get it. I'm watching it more from fit, havoc plays, a few different things that he does in the box. He makes a heck of a lot more checks than people give him credit for. You see him moving around out there a ton. So, yeah, I'm I'm more on him for what I see him do on film for the overall defense. But, uh, but what Goolsby says, I totally agree with him as well. All right, and then the uh, and then the defensive line. Before we get to trash, always putting out a uh, super, an interesting super chat for us as he does each oh, okay. and every show. Appreciate it, trash. Um, yeah, defensive line. Um, yeah, Mike went B plus, which I me first. I thought was I went B minus. I am a obviously they you know it sounds like they've wrecked a ton of havoc this camp, and is that more so to do with the question marks at guard? You know, the question marks at backup offensive line. I think we've seen a lot of these guys make a lot of plays against the backups. And we'll see what they do when they start going against some of the, the bigger, you know, some of the obviously power five teams that we got going. Fantastic football players. Some of these dudes are, it's their time to shine. Like a, another example, Riley Mills, Xavier Watts. Riley Mills goes out. He's been playing for four years. Why does he need to come back for a fifth? So go out there, ball out, do what everyone's been expecting you to do right he was on the freaks list for the second year in a row with bruce feldman so it's like go out there and shine but for me with the d-line outside of howard cross you got a hodgepodge of career backups really nana is a backup baptiste is a backup rubio has been a backup anya has been a backup jordan botello for as much as we want to talk about botello he's been a back he's, he's been second third string rover for a couple of years they didn't he was not a full-time Viper till mid about midpoint last season. So uh, very talented. And and then you really only got Cross 
Cross and Mills has been a hybrid, moving him around from DN to D tackle. So he's never really been in one spot for one season. Are, so, are you I'm kind cool. of knocking them for being backups? Like, well, I, I don't understand your point there. Well, they haven't been dudes, have they? Don has been there for five years. Has he been a dude? No. Well, Nana, I get. But like a Rubio going in his third year. So, like, you you don't want Notre Dame to keep taking transfer quarterbacks because eventually you need to have someone play that you recruited, right? But you have to start for the first time at some point. Like, everyone starts for the first time, and you become a dude when you start. So I would push back a little bit on that. But like a Nana career backup, yeah. But some guys – it makes Sometimes. sense. Like I think Gabriel Rubio, it makes sense that this might be his first year getting a lot more playing time. I and and that's totally fine. I, I totally get it. And he's got obviously Cross and you got Mills, you got two, you know, you got a senior and a fourth year senior, a true senior in front of him. I get that. But at the same time, he hasn't when I say dude, has been just there's plenty of freshmen that have played that could come in at D tackle, line up and just bull rush and dominate. He hasn't done that in a couple of years. So it has taken him a while. Anya's been a, a day one project. So we haven't seen him go live in a game, taking on a double team and trying to get off blocks. We haven't seen that. And the Vipers, to me, a lot of potential, zero clue. And, yeah. Uh, it, it really is. And I'm talking about when I say a great, it's over the course of the season. Patella's got a ton of – Patella's been a – I mean, we all know he's been a special teams demon. He's been fun as could be to watch on special teams, punt, kickoff team. He is crazy. Had a heck of a bowl game. And uh, once he got his feet rolling, he got dominated most of the uh, game, except for a handful of plays. You can see the potential he has. So I'm going a little lower just because none of these dudes have just you know, taken over games, I guess. So I guess that's, you know, that's what we want to see. All right. Interesting super chat is always from Trash. They say Johnny Football put Texas A&M on the football Mac. I don't know who they are, but I'm, I'll continue. I'll play, we'll play. Who are some of the Notre Dame players that put them on the map and made, quote, Notre Dame relevant again, unquote? Do you have thoughts on this, Tim? Some of the players that put Notre Dame on the map and made again. So is he talking? So I just don't think Notre Dame wasn't. I don't know I if mean, Notre Dame was an ever re- not relevant, in my opinion. I mean, so talking, what, Brady Quinn and, you know, Brady Quinn as a junior with Charlie Weiss, that made Notre Dame relevant again. Um, Goolsby. Obviously, that was a big thing. Not a lot of relevancy, you know, I guess during a few other periods. Obviously, Manti Teo. I mean, Manti, Bettis. Manti. Yeah, I mean, Bettis didn't put, make Notre Dame relevant. Notre Dame w- was was the program back in those days when he went there. So, um, obviously, Tony Rice was a biggie in the mid '80s. Um, Tim, obviously, Tim Brown went in the Heisman year two under Holtz in '87. And then you got to go to some of those great early '60s. John Huert, who won the Heisman in '64, brought Notre Dame back on the map after a decade of nothing. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, those are just a few. Off the top, I would put Manti high, Brady Quinn with his 05 season, definitely up there high. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, appreciate the super chat. Yeah, I, I the only thing I'd push push back on is and and Kale says trash could be referring to the Johnny documentary. Have not seen it yet, which must mean I don't know anything about football and and I'm not a fan or a real fan of the game or something like that since I haven't watched that. Um, I'm trolling. Um, I haven't watched uh, it either. 
I haven't watched it yet either. Yeah, I, I plan to. I want to watch the – I heard really good things about the Kirk Cousins one, the quarterback one. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. I have the – I'm on the final two. That's a, the quarterback, just quarterback. Yeah. Okay. Is that Cousins, Netflix, Mahomes, right? Yeah, Mahomes, Mariota on uh, okay. Netflix. Yeah, that's pretty good. I've watched okay. But, yeah, I just don't think Notre Dame's – like people, people will always use the term relevant incorrectly. Like, oh, Notre Dame's irrelevant. What? Like, what the heck are you talking about? It's, it's Notre freaking Dame. Like, it's very relevant all the time. Notre Dame could go 0 and 12 the next four seasons and they will still be extremely relevant. Exactly. Um, people will be talking about it so much. Like, rel- like look up the word relevant first. Yeah. Hey, Kevin, Kevin, what's up? This is my man. This is my this is my boy, Kevin. Everyone say what's up to Kevin in the chat. Well, what did he say about Kyron Williams? What was that? He, that? Kyron Williams was a was a shout for him. He made Notre Dame cool. Like I, 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 yeah, yeah. I think it's a good one. I like that. Yeah, Kyron. Um, yeah, I love Kyron Williams. Yeah. Mike with a five dollars super chat says worrying about guard play. Have heard good and bad in camp on Coogan, Trout, Rocco, um, Christophic on a milk bottle. Meaning he's missing. <laughs> okay. Oh, a milk bottle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not like before my time in the terms of the milk delivery boys, but got it. Or yeah. uh, or even yes, ads on milk. Yep, got it. Um, can they be good in run power pull? Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tim? Well, are we going to the, are we going to the old line group? All right. We will in <laughs> just a moment. Okay. That's a great question for that group. Yeah. Give me a second, Mike. We will get to this Definitely. Um, in, in just a second. Uh, Tim, I'll let you get a sip of water. Um, as we hear from our next sponsor, really a great trio of sponsors we have for today's show. Uh, you guys know I love Augie's Locker Room. Head to the website, augieslockerroom.com. Folks, as you know, 10 days from now, uh, if you're watching or listening on, on Wednesday, look, Notre Dame football season right around the corner, corner. And when you come to South Bend, you seriously have to head over to Augie's Locker Room, 1811 South Bend Avenue. Uh, super close to campus. They have the wide selection of Notre Dame stadium pieces, jerseys, helmets, autographs, 
and one-of-a-kind Rockety items. You can even find exclusive Joe Montana signed items and famous sculptor Jerry McKenna's replicas of the bronze statues around the stadium. There's stuff from all sorts of price ranges here. So if you're balling on a budget or you got a big budget, there's stuff for you here. Um, or even if you're just kind of popping in, I'm sure Augie would appreciate that. And make sure you tell him that Mike Sanger from Blue and Gold sent you. And Augie gets new stuff all of the time. And if the best thing about Augie is if he doesn't have it in his store, he is going to go and find it for you. But you got to stop in. You got to give him a call. You got to let him know you're looking for it. So visit Augie at 1811 South Bend Avenue and see the vintage home display dating back to 1890. He's got some amazing stuff that you're going to want to check out. Give him a call, 574-277-6363. Again, 574-277-6363. Augie'sLockerRoom.com. D3GA says, Augie's got some cool stuff. Joe Bro says, Mike, showing your age. Listen, like I said, guys, I'm 29 years old. I can only know what I know. I'm sorry. You guys continue to enlighten me on the things that I don't know. And Tim, I know you love doing that. So, uh. Yeah, so Tim, uh, we'll have Tim hold me accountable as well. Yeah, going back to Mike's super chat here. Thoughts on this guard position, Tim? Are you concerned at all? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you have to be. If I mean, you do. Yeah, you have to be. And that's you know, let's just go right to the old line, right? Um, I gave him. I gave him an A minus for this group. They got two first round offensive tackles. They have a fifth year senior center who. I'll be honest. I was I was pretty bummed he wasn't a captain. I think Zeke deserves to be a captain. I do. I think his path at Notre Dame over four years, heading into year five, I think he deserves to be a captain. So I was I was a little I was a little surprised he wasn't one. But um, then it's guard, and it's exactly what you know what what Mike is saying right here. Mike Nolan right here. Uh, good and bad, exactly. Coogan comes from nowhere, basically third string to taking it, which is like the head scratcher about Billy, you know, obviously, you know, this is, you know, big, you know, you have big spring and big camp, but at the same time, a huge fan as a coach of players that step up and take the opportunity given to them. I think that is awesome for Pat Coogan. I really do. I think he, boom, here's your opportunity. You, you got to go out and make the blocks. You got to go out and beat someone out. Joe Rudolph owes nothing to nobody. He's a brand new coach. He could do what he wants. Basically he's, Coming in there, obviously he's got a great group and he's not going to go crazy moving all to center, but you know what I mean? He's got, hey, I'm a new coach. Come show me. And we have these open positions. Go ahead. Let me ask you something real quick. Do you think the Coogan, and I think Goolsby touched on this as well. Do you think Coogan likely starting a guard does signal this is a different, like schematically we are different on the offensive line than compared to Harry Heastan? Yeah, well, you know, that goes back to the, uh, the question about being a, a power, a polling team. Yeah. Maybe they don't pull as much as, you know, when Harry was there and, you know, Chip Long and, you know, 17, when they pulled a ton, 18 team pulled a ton, but uh, yeah, maybe they just want beef. You know, I know there's tons of people, Oh, you know, Wisconsin pulled a lot. They didn't pull that much. They lined up and went straight ahead, ran outside zone and ran power right down your throat. So um, maybe he just wants, I don't know. I mean, bigger, I mean, Billy's a big dude. He, he's not a little tiny guy. You know, Coogan is 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 big dude. Um, Spindler's way bigger than Christopher. Yeah. So that's the other thing. You got two big guys next to each other. Um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one because obviously you're going with 
two brand new dudes. I mean, Billy would have, you know, Shroff would have been the same thing. Christophic just seems, I mean, Marcus Freeman talked about it in his press conference, you know, only three guards right now. They're looking for a fourth. So that tells you Christophic hasn't really done much. He's a fifth year. He's probably going to get his master's and move on. Carmody, I guess, was uh, in the pit again. He's been in there a bunch. So it's looking like it's going to be those three. How do they, you know, rotate? I know Goolsby talked about him wanting to rotate guys. I'm totally against that. I would be like, no, you find your five and play them, play them. If one goes out and lays an egg and he's and he stinks, what does that say more about the guy behind him? Because he didn't get that opportunity, right? So I'm, you know, I know people always like to talk about practice and Iverson quote and things of that nature, but it does matter in camp. Believe me, those coaches are grading inside run, drills, pass block. I mean, a thousand things that they're grading. And for, you know, I, I just keep going back to Coogan and Rocco because Rocco is like, oh, we're going to start Christophic. He's a fifth year guy. He played in 21. But both these guards, man, I, I mean, we're going to find out pretty soon, right? We're going to find out in 10 days against Navy and the 38 blitzes they're going to run up the A gap on them, how they pick it up and stuff like that. It's a little concerning footwork they don't may not have the greatest footwork maybe they go tighter splits but that mike they're gonna run if you guys if if notre dame nation thought they ran duo a lot last year it's gonna be more this year they're gonna hammer the ball in the a gap and get running backs to make cutbacks so i went a minus just because of the the unknown at guard even more so at the backup position okay tight end I like the tight end room. Uh, I know Ghouls did a C. I went, I went B. I think this is a top twenty-five room. I understand the the career catches, but as Mike Singer just said a few minutes ago, you got to get your shot sometime. And I think that's Evans is very talented, very athletic, and it just sounds like I, mean, I know Tyler Hork has talked about Holden stays a ton, and he's that rising sophomore that's looking like just taking over this camp when he's been in there, it looks like an absolute dude. So you got to say potential Notre Dame tight end. You, those two guys right away, a couple injuries. You know, obviously I'm not expecting Raritan to be a guy, obviously Bauman's out for the year, which means who is that guy? Mike Singer talked about four or five weeks ago. Flanagan. As his freshman surprise. I'm telling you, boy. I know it's the dude, Mr. Flanagan. You know what? He's starting on a special team, so that tells you right there he's going to burn his red shirt. So they're going to get him on the field to get Don't him ready. Our our segment in a little bit here. No, no, I know, I know. I'm sorry about that, but you, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's playing. How's that, everybody? Yeah. So that means Flanagan's had a good enough camp to get on the field. So those three, some super talented, and Notre Dame always has good tight ends. So I'm going to go B. I'm going to go be with those guys. Yeah, you you can be a tight end and just be a fantastic receiver, but if you can't block, you're not you're not going to get on the field unless they flex you out. Like so, Flanagan has come in, and basically what I've told is that physically, yeah, when, the day he stepped on campus, Notre Dame was just like holy crap. Like he really impressed them. Been told like his routes need cleaning up and, sure. and pass catching, but he's already there as a blocker, and he still looks pretty good as a receiver. Um, not where he. Hey, real, just got there. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, real, I mean, real quick on Flanagan, a couple things. Number one, he's a De La Salle kid, so you know he's going to come prepared. That's- and think about that offense they ran there, Tim. He had like eight catches or something as a senior 
because they ran a veer triple option type deal. And if people want to talk about route running and blah, 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 there's a guy who was a second round pick named Troy Nicholas who came from Servite out of the Trinity, Trinity League, played defense as a freshman, started games at outside backer as a freshman, gets moved to tight end two years later as a second round draft pick. So he caught zero balls as a freshman and uh, ended up being the number two tight end with Tyler Eifert in the 2012 team. So yeah, I'm excited for Flanagan. I loved your pick when you did it a month ago. So it's great to see that he's going to be in that top three. All right, moving to the receivers. Ooh. Okay, so as Hyde says, he and Goolsby text nonstop. It used to be I would get those texts too, and I kindly had to ask them on New Year's Eve last year. Please stop. You guys are both great. I love you too a lot, but please take me off of that. I don't need this right now. My watch is buzzing nonstop, 60 texts in two minutes. Um, Maybe football, Mike. It's football. But I did text the group after, yeah, texted the group after the the Goolsby show and said, B minus is is kind. And then they started making fun of me for all sorts of things. Oh, Singer likes playing video games. And oh, just go talk about Taco Bell, Singer. They're just making fun of me. I'm the one who gets bullied around here. You guys are coming for to defend Hyde. It's really me. I love it. Anyways, so yeah, you switched up though, because you were like B minus. That's crazy, and now you're thinking now you went with B minus. I'm going with Mr. Mike Goolsby philosophy, and I don't want hate mail. All right, I don't want the hate mail. So I, I talked Goolsby into a B minus, right? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. So technically, Mike and I are the same, solid C ish, but because we don't want hate mail. B minus. I'm actually going B minus because of Sam Hartman. I I think Sam Hartman. Um, he brought, he got brought in obviously to win games, but he also got brought in to be the distributor, right? He got brought in to be that guy. That guy's got 45 starts. He's going into his sixth year. The guy that's seen every blitz, every front coverage, blah 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 blah. He's done all that stuff. So his job is to be the you know the Kobe Bryant for uh, for Notre Dame. You know, I mean, Kobe didn't deliver the ball, but you know what I mean? He shot 62 a game. But, uh, <laughs> you know, just to be that, you know, that dominant alpha, like, guys, boom, I'm going to get you the ball, put the pressure on me, let's go play ball. So I went B- minus because I think Hartman's going to – I think Hartman's going to have a heck of a year, and you can't have a heck of a year unless you have some wide receivers. And I think some, I think some of those dudes are going to step up. So you're going B- minus because Hartman gives them a bump? A bump? Yes. That's my bump. That's my bump. He's got to throw the ball up. If you didn't know who the quarterback was, though, if you're just going based on the receiver talent. Oh, God. It's a, it's a, I mean, it'd be a C plus if you're just going. Yeah, if you, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Mike was until he talked about hate mail. And I was like, I like that quote. And um, yeah, I mean, I mean, seriously, Jaden Thomas is going to be the boundary receiver. Is Jaden Thomas going to, I mean, so Jaden Thomas is going to be this year's Jeff Samarja. Will Fuller, right? He's going to be gold. Golden Tate played it. Golden Tate played everywhere, but he was a boundary guy. So he's going to go the vertical routes. He's going to beat one on one, cover zero. Is Thomas going to do that? We'll find out. Tyree's the starting slot. He spent three years as a backup running back. Now he's all of a sudden going to be the go to guy at slot. Merriweather has all the potential times 10, and we know that. We did the little quick one minute TikTok where I sprouted out four or five. Freshman who had as many catches as Singer and a sophomore, they get a thousand yards. Can Tobias be that 
so so many guys have shot out in the in Notre Dame history and done that. Colsey's a question mark. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, seriously, he's a question mark. And then you got two fantastic freshmen that have just done nothing but play their butts off since day one, right? Since January, Mike Singer has been talking to his sources in South Bend and whatnot. And they've all talked about those two. And it's been the same all the way up until here in the getting ready for Navy. So those guys are going to be solid. There's going to hit that freshman wall we always talk about. Braylon James, Goolsby wants him to play. He's going to, it sounds like, touch the field against Tennessee State and then watch. So, uh, which is too bad. Uh, for whatever reason, I've never understood Notre Dame just can't put a guy out there and just go run a streak. I'm going to chuck you the ball. And if Braylon James is as freakish as everyone says, he's just, just do it once a week, please. But uh, I, I would say C plus when you're looking at a wide receiver room. But B minus with Hartman because he's gonna okay. he's gonna he's gonna make some plays. So if B is a top twenty five unit, then C plus would be what like a top forty. Yeah. yeah, you're getting yeah you're yeah you're probably prepping for the God what was the bowl they went to you know the Iowa State Bowl or something you know camping bowl, camping world yeah camping world you know you probably you know something like that if you know Notre Dame was what eighteen for that bowl twenty for that bowl so. Yeah. Just a C minus for me. I've said it a thousand times. Everyone that's watched our shows over the last year know it. Who is this dude that's going to make a DC sweat and have to stay up late and put an extra defensive package on him? Like right here, Jalen Hyatt. Boom. Andrew Gilmore just said the guy was electric. Does Notre Dame have that type of guy in the receiver room? I, I don't know. If I'm just going based on. The, this is what Goolsby set up with the ABCD. This is what he said. Yeah. I mean, in terms of talent, this has to be a top 25 unit, in my opinion. Like, you know, tell me, like, a, like you're, you're, you're taking Maryland, you know, like some fringe top 25 team. Like, come on. Well, look at so what based on this criteria, it, I think it's a it's one of the 25 best receiver rooms in college football. Well, look at Wake Forest wide receivers. Those dudes tore it up. Or over the years, it hasn't mattered who, who's been the quarterback. By the way, Mike, I went back all the way to seventeen when Notre Dame played Wake in seventeen up until last year. They've had a couple seasons with multiple wide receivers with a thousand yards at Wake. They've had some years with some studs. So is Wake a, a B wide receiver room? Not if you look at recruit rankings, they're an oof if you're doing recruit rankings. So the quarterbacks made them at Wake Forest over the years, and I think Hartman will do that. I don't know if this is a it is on paper. Colsey's top 125. Merriweather's a I'm not top talking about rankings. I don't think we no, no, but I'm just saying, but how is it a top 25 unit when they have when they haven't done anything? Thomas has a handful of catches. Lorenzo Styles had more catches than Jaden Thomas. And I'm always being told Jaden Thomas is his go-to future NFL guy. Lorenz Styles had more catches than Thomas people. Yeah. Like, come on. I I, I just think that. The talent wise, is I, in my opinion, I think it's one of the 25 best. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. And that's, we'll why, and that's why I'm a B minus. So maybe it's right there, right there. Yeah. yeah. You know? I, th I think B minus is fair. I personally would say B. Um, but yeah, B minus is fine. And I'm also, I'm pretty high on some of these guys. I really like what I've seen from Chris Tyree in camp. Um, you know, you, you hope that, you know, some of the freshmen, Great House and Flores, are ready for the bright yeah. lights. Um, you know, I'm higher on Colsey than you are. Oh, yeah. So that, yeah, but B 
minus Colsey is it's like talking about Rubio, you know, been there waiting for him, getting developed. Is you, junior year, is he gonna be the guy? Is he gonna finally step up? But when you think Dion Colsey last year, like third and fifteens, who is Drew Pine finding on those deep ends? So there he he had that nice touch on catch against what USC. So at times he's flashed. Yes. I'm just kind of hoping he can put it all together. Um we'll see. And real, qu- and real quick, and real quick on Chris Tyree. I know I haven't been the greatest Tyree fan in, in the world because that's just more to do with the cutback and the running back and things of that nature. But Chris Tyree, which I'll be honest, I, I went back about a week ago, just started looking up some Tyree stuff. He's got 2,700 yards, career total yards. All that's, purpose. All purpose. Yeah. So you got a guy, you're right. You've got a guy that's who's made plays, scored touchdowns. you got a guy who's nearly 3,000 career yards. Which shows you, I mean, obviously he's been through the fire. He's been through a lot. So this could be a big breakout year being that underneath, get the ball to him on a quick out route, a quick flat, turn it up and go. So he has, he has that potential. I'm excited about Chris Tyree. And Tim, I'm with you. Um, I've been disappointed by, by his career just in terms of like the expectations we had for him coming in. True. Um, that recruiting win, top three, Notre Dame, Oklahoma, Alabama. Yeah. It just hasn't lived up to the hype, but I think he might have found a home at slot receiver and he looks more natural there than I thought. I like it. Speaking, speaking of his old position running back, A minus from Mr. Hyde. Yeah, I went a little higher in here. Just number one, estimate. I think I, I've been saying it. I'm going to pound the table on it. I think he's going to be this year's Kyron Williams. Give him the ball 220 times and let him have hammer teams i just hope you do this i hope you, i i get the rotation last year because technically i mean we got to remember estimate had only played those couple snaps against georgia tech in the fourth quarter in 2021 so last year was his you know he's a richard freshman so he's getting on the the field when it comes to playing time and um i think he's the dude i really do he stays healthy i could see him having a 1200 type yard season just hammering it because of the unknowns, I guess, below, which is like, well, then why do you give him an A minus? I was, I give him an A minus because it sounds like Ford's going to be one of the return guys. So you got a Penn State guy who's been, a, you know, obviously really good football at Penn State. So he knows what it sounds like. He's there. Price, I keep hearing is is back as as you have said as well. Is he back back to where he was last spring? He may be there, you know, by the middle of the season, which is great. Give him a few games early on to rep. Um, Payne, people always, you know, I've been hearing on the message board, people are like, why is Payne always in the, you know, the no huddle and stuff like that? That goes back to Coach McCullough. Obviously, they're resting estimate and whatnot, but Coach McCullough is raved about him as a pass blocker. So that, you know, is a position that he could go in and be that quote-unquote NFL-style third-down pack, be a swing guy, but pass block. So, and then Love, there's no wilds guard, right? Yeah. If he keeps learning, see what he could do, right? They let Josh Adams run the ball, run that outside zone, and see if he could just run to the sideline, tippy toe, turn it, and go 75. So, yeah, uh, he has that potential. So Tim gives the running back group an A minus. Um, yeah, yeah. If if Love is your five, your number five back, that might be the best number five back of all time. Like holy crap, like he's looked good. And I was editing clips today. Um, from practice, Price, Ford, and Love were all returning. I think it was Love. 
Okay. It was Price and Ford, and it might have been Love, or, or maybe it was Payne. We're all, so I, it looks like the running backs are kind of handling kickoff returns. Would be surprised to see Estime back there, but the other guys, yeah, they're um, – Yeah, they're I don't – yeah, do not put Estime on special teams for crying out loud. Let him just – I think I saw Pete Sampson say that Estime was like a – an up man or something, or a backup up man. Oh gosh, yeah, I don't want to see him on there. Yeah, if Freeman allows that, no, no. There's plenty of dudes, but right. you know, but Freeman's talked about Ford. I think Ford's been one of those pleasant guys that came in late, and boom, he could play. He's played major Power Five football, so it's a good depth behind uh, behind Estime. But feed Estime, enjoy him while you can, give him a high five while he goes to the NFL. All right, I'm fighting off a sneeze here, so let me say this real quick. Just a quarterback spot, Tim. You're a minus. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I went, I, I went a minus. I did the Goolsby. I was soft like Mike. I went, I went a. Now a, it's an A. I think for Hartman, the experience, everything he brings to Notre Dame for this one. Let's do it. No, I'm not going. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not. Gonna no, do it. go ahead. Say your piece, Tim. Oh, I'm not going to say it. I gave it an A minus just in case something happens, right? So I'm expecting Hartman to be a solid dude for for 12 games. Andrew, who's always on, I love Andrew. How is he? How is it not an A? You could give it an A. I gave it an A minus. It's still an A. I I get I give it an A minus because once again, I like to use the if his belt buckle breaks, right? Is Angeli Minchie ready to go in and lead a drive, lead a quarter, lead a half? We don't know, so we'll we'll find out. So you got to ding it down just a hair because of the the unknown behind, uh, obviously Hartman. But I, I'm expecting Hartman to come in and have a heck of a football season. Okay. All right. So now, if Singer can figure out how to do this real quick, like I said earlier, this graphic is a not high quality. I made this in about 35 seconds while I'm producing a live show. So it's nothing special. Ooh, um, look at that. A little purplish. I ain't going to LSU on this, Mike. What are you doing? Uh, it's uh, it again. I made it really fast. Where is? Okay, there it is. So this was the position grades for each Ghouls B and Hyde. And I will read this again for podcast audience. A was playoff caliber slash NFL guys. B is a top twenty-five unit. C is just average, and D, we, well, we didn't have any Ds, but that I just put oof. Okay. So Goolsby gave safeties a B minus. Hyde gives safeties a B. Big, big difference there. Goolsby gave the corners an A, Hyde an A minus. So it's just like recruiting ranking. Some of the websites just kind of, well, we'll just basically rank what the other guys rank. That's basically what you guys said. I'm, I'm kidding, Tim. Goolsby B plus on the linebackers, Hyde A minus on the linebackers, Goolsby B plus on the on the defensive line, Hyde a B minus. Basically the same grades. Any any quick thoughts, Tim? Okay. All right. O line, Goolsby gave an A, Hyde A minus. The biggest difference here was Goolsby a C on the tight ends. Hyde likes the tight ends a little bit more at a B. Wide receivers, they're in agreement. A minus. Goolsby gives the running backs a B plus. Hyde. A minus for them, and then in agreement on the quarterbacks on an A minus. So there's your uh, your rundown. Now, now as a quick little uh, breakdown of this in the great blue and gold uh, magazine they do every year, the yearbook. Blue and gold does it by star rankings: five stars, national champ, four stars, 
BCS. Now, now the yearbook, uh, I went over all the rankings today. Only four stars, four stars, meaning top 10, excuse me, top 10. You know, I said BCS. My God, am I, how old am I, right? New Year's Six, play, future playoff. How's that, everybody? My Lord, get rid of the BCS hide. Quarterback starter, a four star, so top 10. Quarterback overall, they gave a four star, so they would give an A overall. O line depth, we talked about earlier, they gave a four star. And linebacker experience, which I highlighted as a four star. So those are the highest positions in the blue and gold yearbook, which I found interesting. So I just like that. I was looking at that today. Andrew says, what is your grade for the coaching staff? Thank you for the super chat, Andrew. Yeah, we'll let you know, uh, Stanford, if it's a late night kickoff, we'll see you guys around 1130 at night and we'll talk. So literally it's, I mean, I hate to be a cop out, Andrew, but we have no clue, right? We have no clue. Yeah, we have, no, we have no clue. That's why I say Stanford. We'll find out Stanford where this team is. Preseason top 13, you're 13 in the AP. You're basically saying that's a 10 and two. Notre Dame beat one, lost a couple. You know, they're saying that that's a 10 and two, nine and three. You know, nine, and, if that's a nine and three, Notre Dame will be number 20 ish. I bet you the polls will slap them down. So when I see, see number 13 in the AP, I'll say 10 and two. So everyone's thinking they're going to go 10-2. and two. That's This is a New Year's Six football team, according to the experts. All right, so I'm going to give you a quick, uh, another quick water sip as we hear from our, our final sponsor of today's show. And it's, of course, uh, the Rogue Shop, the husband and wife outfit. Mr. Rogue and his wife, Char, are craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch, sustainable plant medicine, a true holistic type of small business. They farm and grow everything themselves. Website to visit, folks, Rogue Shop. Dot com and you're going to want to pro- plug in the promo code blue and gold that's all one word blue and gold for 10 percent off your order they sell everything uh from cbd to thc edibles tincture smokables bath salts pain creams topicals vapes candles soaps and more hop on the website jump in the chat with the owners of the store uh, and they will answer any questions uh, that you may have if you have issues sleeping you have chronic pain uh anxiety stress issues they're gonna want to head to rogueshop.com again hop on the website chat with the owners and if you do purchase something please use the promo code blue and gold all one word for 10 percent off your order again folks that is rogueshop.com promo code blue and gold all right mr hyde let's get you back in here um the next topic here is we're going. This was a fun idea that you had. Thank uh, you. We're we're gonna you're, you're welcome. We're gonna run through the freshmen, um, and you're going to tell and 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 I will too. Someone asked me what were my grades. I I I didn't like my grades for the position groups. I don't know. I didn't do it. It's you know, I I I'll do like recruiting stuff. You know, I'll I'll give my thoughts on this stuff obviously, but. This is the Hyde Show. We we have the Goolsby Show, you know. I'll I'll let those guys let those guys talk. You know. Yeah, I mean, you did your grade on receivers. You thought you're higher on them. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I be. I mean, I I could. I just didn't. You yeah. know, I, I kind of like to let these guys do the talking more than me, yeah. Yeah. except for when I go on my rants or or I want to talk about Taco Bell or. No, no, no. This is senior right here. This is special. Oh, all right. A little and I haven't gone. Did you have you gone through each name to figure out which which way you'd no, go for all no, these? No, that's what I said. Pull them up and let's okay, talk. Me, let's I haven't talk. done it. Yeah. 
This is a really interesting one. The highest ranked player in the class per the on three issue ranking, Charles Jagisaw. He expects to play tackle. I think Goolsby called this, or maybe it was you. I think it was Goolsby though. This is Mike. That, was Goolsby. that he thinks he's gonna be a, he's gonna be starting on the interior at some point this season. A BCSC or super chat. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh red shirt or play. What would you say for Charles Jagisaw? And again, you can play in four games. Yeah. So it's it's red shirt. Or, you know, you're playing more than five games, I should say. Yeah, I'm I'm, yeah, I'm the opposite of Goolsby on this one. Um, just because he had the offseason little knee, knee scope, got a yeah. little cleaned up. And Charles Jagasaw talked about this uh, during O-line press conference day. So where he came into camp 335 pounds. So he's like, I'm in no shape whatsoever. And it was reported he was just getting thrown around like a rag doll early on. And he... He probably was because he was out of shape, hasn't done much, hasn't done a lot of lifting. So he has been running a ton with the number two guards in the past week as they get him tons of reps. That's going back to Carmody being injured, Christophic being nicked up. So I am going to say redshirt. I think he's going to get four games. But in listening to Jagasaw's body language and his tone, He's, he said he wants to redshirt. He's, I want to redshirt. I got to get in shape. I want to get ready for next year. So I see him being a great practice player. Get, I think he's going to be with Joe Rudolph. I don't see him playing any scout. I think he's going to be with Rudolph all year long, getting tons of reps, four-game redshirt him. Okay, real quick. I know, folks, Any whenever I say, Tim, we got to hustle this up, I know oh. folks like, Singer, why do you say that? Can't you just go for two hours? Two hours. We don't like you, singer, but we love high. Go two hours. I still have a practice video that Tyler and Jack did at five o'clock. That is true. I, I have. I just. I edited all the clips. I just. I have to put together the video together. So I'm still doing that tonight. So and then, well, yeah, we have a recruiting show tomorrow at ten thirty. We have our first morning show at Blue and Gold. Um, so me and Kyle Kelly will be doing a recruiting show. So I got to prep a little bit for that. Yes. We actually prep for these shows a little bit. So yeah, long okay. way to stay 10. We're gonna have to hustle this up a little hey, bit. Since I love O-line. I spent more time on Charles than I will. Anyway. Okay. There we go. Um, I also wanted to plug our 10 30 AM show tomorrow. So please what? hang out with, with myself and Kyle Kelly. I'm also going to go red shirt. Not that I do think he's talented enough to play, but you kind of gave a good point about the knee scope and yeah kind of getting his fitness together. Wow. Fitness. I sound like a soccer guy, his, his health back in order. Um, and then, yeah, they do have their four deep at guard already, you know, with Coogan, Spindler, Shrouth, Christophic. I think they're fine there. Jeremiah love. I would go. I think they're going to, I think they're going to burn his red shirt this year. What do you think? Yeah, I was going to say, they're going to play him. You don't take a top 100 type of running back out of sec country and uh red shirt him. That's just my opinion. You play him. He's going to get on special teams. He's going to get some touches this year. So, he may be the fourth or fifth back. He's he's going to play in more than four games. Yeah, I think so too. And I think a part of this is more guys just play now. Yeah. Like the, you see so many freshmen transfer after – like so many guys transfer after their first season from a school because I think they were promised something on the recruiting trail and then they don't play and they get ticked off and leave. So I think you're going to see I, – I think this class is going to be a lot of guys – much more than normal play compared to red shirt. I so I agree with you in that uh trash is here. Super chat. We'll get to that in a minute too. Um, yeah, I'm going to say 
I'm going to say play there. And I'm going to say play with Drake Bowen, Tim. Uh, Special teams guy from day one can, I I mean, if, uh, you know, one of these inside backers has their belt buckle break, like you say, I think Bowen can go in there and play. What do you think? 100%. He's obviously, he's the backup Mike. I mean, I I don't want to say backup Mike because the first Mike is going to be Maris Kaiser in for JD. So if JD's out, Kaiser's going to play Mike, but uh, he on the depth chart, he's the backup Mike, but he's starting special teams. Drake Bowen is going to be the 2000 version of Mike Goolsby. Mike Goolsby came in with all the accolades, heck of a football player, came in and played special teams as he got ready to be the guy uh, his junior year. So I think he's going to, he's already starting on it. I think I read a couple special teams. So, which tells you the staff wants to get him on the field. So, yeah, he will be a sophomore starter at Texas A&M in 2024. You think Kingston's his backup? Ooh, good call. Look at you. Look at you throwing out Kingston. Uh, well, let's get let's get Asa to sign, all right? We only all got right. you guys want to see sign. Just don't start jinxing things, Mike. Come Christian on. Gray, I think, is going to play for sure. You're, you're, you know, you're going to play a lot of different corners. Christian Gray is an absolute stud. Love this kid off the field, the, his family, just such great people. Um, great player, twitchy athlete. Christian Gray is going to play football more than four games. Without a doubt, I agree 100%. Braylon James, an interesting one. And we're going in order of their on three industry ranking just because that's the page I pulled up. But I'll let you go first, Tim. I'll let you kind of. Yeah, I mean, it sounds, I mean, all the reports are he's just, he's, this year's Tobias, you know, Tobias, you know, that's, the other, that's another quick thing. I mean, Tobias would have redshirted last year. They had no wide receivers. They had none. So Tobias had to get in those games that he did. I, it sounds like by all reports, Braylon James is going to, you know, be a four game, you know, play four games redshirt, which I'm, I'm just going off of what it sounds like the coaches are saying and Braylon James. So it sounds like a redshirt year. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think that's what five for five. We're in agreement there. Um, this is easier. The, the scouting report for James coming in was extremely talented, but raw. And I think that's what you have seen. And I say you, I just mean like the folks watching practice, like, and I've seen every clip our guys have shot. So I think that's kind of been accurate. Well, that could, oh, so just five seconds on him, which I'll take a few more seconds. But the old timers who've been around like me know you get a raw wide receiver, throw him on go routes. 1992, Derek Mays. First four times he touched the ball, touchdowns, go routes. So you got to find a guy where just throw it up sometimes. So if that's but if that's what they're going to do with Braylon James and they want to try and keep working Colsey and guys like that, so be it. But he's a Texas guy, man. I just I really hope they sit down with him a thousand times and Braylon's one hundred percent in agreement with all of this. Another Texas guy, Jaden Greathouse. He's playing. There you go. Yeah, there's five yeah, there's a lot of this year. Kenny Minchie, Richard. third string. He's going to redshirt. Yeah, redshirt. What do you think about Brennan Vernon from the Cleveland area, defense lineman? I'm going to say redshirt just because we haven't heard much about him. The only time we've ever really heard much about him is threes on threes. And and it's going back to that end that you got vets. You got, a, you got Nana and you got Baptiste. You got two old dogs over there. And if they need a third DN, they're going to play what I call Steeler Nickel, the two stand-up ends Pittsburgh Steelers made famous, Greg Lloyd and Kevin Green back in the heyday. 
that's the Sneed, the Maris, Tuli Almaka, Batello type guys. I mean, they could play with those if they had to. So I would say Richard. Don't want to say that because I love the kid. And I and I love, by the way, I love Goolsby saying he's this year's Rocco. I think that is perfect. There's no doubt about it. The love that Rocco had. I think Brendan Vernon's up there as well. I don't think so. Not as much as Rocco because Rocco was just. Uh, the thing is, it's always a skill player because it's a very basic thing. Like, oh, this is a five-star receiver. We're not doing well in the passing game. Play the five-star receiver. Play Tobias. Play Jordan Johnson. For whatever reason, Notre Dame's, like, Rocco Spindler was a high, super high-profile, big drama recruitment. Yes. So I think well, Rocco that- kind of had a receiver. And, and not Rocco didn't create this. The, the, the fan base created oh. it. It was kind of a this big yeah. media frenzy diva social media. And I'm not saying Rocco's diva. Not at all. But, like, that – so that was a very poor term. But just – in terms of like the hype that was surround, and again, Rocco did nothing but play, but like the the fans just kind of always talked about it. All the super jets. Oh, why isn't Jordan Johnson playing? Why isn't Jordan Johnson playing? I feel like Rocco. That was twenty twenty one. Did not mean did not mean to incinerate Rocco's been But the two thousand be far from the truth. But the twenty one also was the spring. Rocco was always out there with the number ones during spring football. During those little clips, Notre Dame would send out. The O-line was horrible to start the year at guard, and that was the fandom. Like, well, just play Rocco, play Rocco, play Rocco. That's how that built up. Yeah, that. and I don't think the fan base is going to be clamoring for Brennan Vernon. No. That, so that's why I, I disagree with – but Goolsby just might be – As something. far as the fan – yeah, the fans – I don't think the fans are going to be calling for Brennan Vernon. I think they'll be calling for like a Braylon James or Jeremiah Love. Well, I don't we're going to hear Braylon James. You know we're going to hear Braylon James oh, yeah. Saturday nights. I think for – Kevin, you know, I deserve that. Look up, look up Diva in the dictionary. You'll see a picture of Mike Singer. There you go. Um, Rocco, you're not a diva at all. You know, I don't believe like that. I, I meant just like, like it just drama queen, like in terms of like the fans always talking about it's just drama, drama, drama. Like, let's talk about Rocco Spindler. Like he's, he's a freshman offensive lineman guys. I'm, I'm just no, I hear you. Okay. You guys know what I mean? I hope. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four games. I think he's gonna play four games. Uh, it just makes sense. There's so much ahead of him yeah. um, as a summer enrollee too. It, it does pain me to say though, because um, I, I kind of agree with you. Yeah. Now we're getting into some interesting ones. Tim, Jaden Osbury, the linebacker, heard really good things about him. He's, he's gonna. Play. He's he's gonna play. He's gonna play. I'm. Uh, I mean, I. I. You know, one of the things I know, Goolsby and I have always talked about. You recruit a linebacker, or you recruit someone out of SEC country, you better play him. And I, th- I, you play him, you get him on the field, you play him. And going back to your point, then a lot of you know, Horka has talked about him a ton. He's been outstanding in camp. He's been all over the place. He's going to be a special teamer. I bet you he touches that field every single game, some way, somehow, on special teams and. He's definitely going to get some, you know, some scrap iron time at the end of some of the games as well. So he's going to play. All right. So we've been in agreement on all of these so far, I think. Right. So I love said, it. red shirt, right? We said Travis saw red shirt. Yeah. So one, two, three, four, five. Okay. So we think five of them are playing. I'm going to need you guys to keep count of this, right? In the live chat. So five so far up to Osbury. Yeah. Big group playing. Yeah. You convinced me, and I think five years ago he redshirts. 
like yes. before, or whenever it was before the four four game rule mm-hmm. um debt for sure but even just before nil even like culture balls was different back then like i just think now like when the kids commit they'll often say for the next three to four years yeah i know they don't want to stick around for five they often do. But I think Jay Osbury is a guy who will play four years. And I'm just – and also, um, I mean, Freeman and, and the recruiting staff, they they send a billion offers down into the SEC country, and no SEC guy is going to come unless their they're fellow brethren are playing. I, I, I believe that down in that part of the region. And and that's why Snead's so important to get on the field and play. I think Osbury's going to play a bunch. I Yeah. I think he's going to burn his red shirt and play him. I can already hear someone just giving me an angry email or call or text or something about what I said about Rocco. It's just not what I meant. That's not whatever. I'll deal with it when I, when I get that phone call. Um, Bubakar Traore. Red shirt. Red shirt. Yeah, red, really red. good in camp though. Once again, it goes threes on threes. So, yeah, him and Vernon have been lights out when they've gone threes on threes. He, we haven't heard about Traore, you know, bull rushing and spin moving on Alton Fisher. It's been the threes on threes portion, which is great. It's great to hear how electric he is, how active he is, the athleticism he has. But he was also injured a ton as a senior, getting healthy, summer and rolly. Let this, let, let this guy develop. And plus, he's been more of a viper. And they kind of got three Vipers already when you're going the Viper at 6'4, 250. That's yeah, he's been playing, he's been playing Viper all camp. Okay. That's there, there's your crack staff, Tyler. Uh, shoot him a quick text, but um, yeah, you got Patello as a senior, and then you got Burnham and Tuli Alamaca in the same class, so there's okay. not a rush for Triori. All right, so Flores, we both agree, play. Yes. So I think that's six. Uh, Devin Houston, Richard, heavy, yeah. Cooper Flanagan play. He's playing because he's on special teams. Like I said, I, th- I, I think I read today or yesterday that he's a starter on the kickoff return team, which means he's playing in 12 games. So he's playing. Yeah. And I, I think he's going to play. I mean, I don't know how much 13, 14 personnel Notre Dame's going to be doing, either. but Flanagan. But there's your tight end in the goal line. That's going to, you know, when they go down heavy and they go the jumbo package, that's the guy you get on there as a third tight end. So. He's, yeah, he's definitely going to burn his red shirt. All right, so we're at seven right now. Micah Bell, red shirt. Red shirt. Sullivan Absher, red shirt. Red shirt. The Don Schuler, Tim? Red shirt. Red shirt. Agree. Ben Minnick, red shirt. Minnick, red shirt. get easier now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we're done in about four seconds, so here we go. <laughs> okay, Odding, red shirt. Pendleton, red shirt. Mookum, red shirt. Zinter, red shirt. Don't be surprised. Tim, have I, you seen I'll the clip of him? I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be very surprised if he plays because I just think there's just older. Yeah, I agree, but have you seen clips of him? Like he hey, he, he looks the same as, as Bowen. Like physically, they're, they're, they look the same. Like He had a solid, you know, going back to the spring game. He, he looked outstanding in the fourth quarter, but that's fourth quarter spring game players. Um I mean, I, I mean, I, we love Zinter, you and I. I know we've talked about him a ton during his recruiting. And ta- I mean, that's a guy that could go play tight end today, and he could be a, yeah. a Notre Dame starter at tight end someday. He could be a Viper. He could be a Mike. He could multiple positions. So, yeah. hey, 
the stock's up on him. He is going to be a heck of a football player at Notre Dame someday. I agree. I would say red shirt, but he is my one that I would not – I wouldn't be surprised. I like that. And now, you know what? I and If there is one that slips in, man, I would say – if there's one that slips in, I'm going to say uh, Bubakar. Because I think if there's one down the road, let's say after a month, after Ohio State, as they get the second half of the season starts to kick in, I would say Traore just because of his pass rush, maybe he just becomes a third down guy. That would be my pick as an upset, upset special. You got Zinner, I got, hey, we're both going Massachusetts. There you go. No, I'm changing my mind. Uh, you know, the the Vernon one, okay. I don't know. All right, all right. I might even put him as a, he's going to play. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Vernon's tough. Vernon, I think will be close. I don't know. Is he that third end over there? Obviously with, you know, Aiden Gobira out for the year is Vernon that third. Yeah, I mean, there, there, he's at third end. So is, I mean, he is the third one, correct? But that's going back to my point. If you know, if injuries is out and it's Nana, they could play Nana a ton. You know, I mean, I mean, he could play fifty-five snaps a game, and then the rest of the snaps, if he even plays, let's say he plays forty-five snaps a game. Then the rest of your time you're doing nickel and you're doing dime. So you're going yeah. your stand up end. So I'm I'm gonna stick with Vernon as a Richard. Okay. I understand. I mean, we're we're talking about this as if the team is completely healthy. So I mean, of course we can't project injuries, but something about Vernon, I feel like he might be uh I don't know. Okay, a uh, couple super chats, and we're gonna wrap up today's show. BC with five bucks. Appreciate this. Says uh, Coach Marcus Freeman was fired up in practice. Do you think he'll be more animated this year on the sidelines, suggesting he's more comfortable? Was well, yeah, I'll jump in there right away. I watched, like I said, I watched the the the, the, the bowl game last night. Well, the oh, bowl okay. game again last night, and he was yeah, he was fired up times ten in that bowl game. So um, yeah, maybe we'll show a little bit more animation. You know, animation just. Little bit more hype just to have those players feed off him a lot more because going back Ohio State game, which I broke down a month ago, he was just calm, collective, had his little two by two notebook, writing little tiny notes, no one reads. And, um, yeah, at the end of the year, he's like, Hell no, man, let's get hyped. So maybe he will start to show that more of that linebacker instinct and uh, be a little bit more animated with these guys, which he's been and all the pre practices, you know, that Tyler's been at. He He's like Freeman's usually pretty open. Like he's he said before, and I'm paraphrasing something like he would talk about these big expectations at the beginning of his of the year in, in 2022 about how hey, this is what we're going to go do. And now he's like, I learned from that. Like we're going game by game with this. I, does that sound familiar, Tim? Did he say that? I think. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. like worrying about all these things. It's like holy moly, man. I think last hard. year, I think last year in his head, he was like, "This is what I'm going to be," and now I think he's just letting loose a little bit more. I think you're so right. So I think he's going to be much more animated. And you've seen a lot of team speeches, fiery team speeches, um, you know, from practices. So I would, I would, I, I do think that. And then uh, Trash says, "Hey, Coach, Coach Hyde here." Uh, have you seen players fight over certain jersey numbers? Which number and why CJ Carr might take Holden's? Fight as in a full-blown boxing match? Coaches argue. Little bull in the ring and we and we go crazy? No. 
uh, oh, definitely some arguments. And then you just, you just work those issues out. You know, you work those issues out, but, uh, the CJ car want that number. We don't know yet. Do we? So, um, yeah, I mean, great question. So if CJ car wants that number and Holden stays goes out and has 22 catches this year, you know, four touchdowns, does he say, well, I'm, I'm here, I'm going into my junior year. So who knows? That's a, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely a few arguments over the years about numbers. People love numbers, man. Numbers hold special meaning. Yeah, Holden stays where it's 13 right now. Cars where thir- it's 13, and cars coming in with a lot of hype. And yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of interested to see what would happen there. Yeah. Um, sure. But that's one of those things. Just like, hey, that's talk that's about that in 2024. That's a, yeah, exactly. But if he comes and lays an egg next spring, Freeman's like, yeah, you're going to wear 19. So there you go, CJ. So who knows, right? I mean, I feel like when, like in an NFL deal where that happens, the guy coming in, I know that happens. A buys the jersey number. Yes, yes. Is CJ Carr gonna you know give hold some NIL money for his- But also, I mean, the CJ if he wants thirteen, I mean, who who knows what? I mean, is that is that something that holds significance? That's gonna yeah, that's a great question because that's a Marcus Freeman one that he gets to deal with when uh, that time comes and. I wonder if CJ's already talked about it because, you know, Asa already talked about it when he committed, like, hey, I already got 27 next year, J.D. Bertrand. So there you go. So that was an easy one. Yeah. All right, Tim, fun show. Disappointed we didn't get to yell at each other. (laughs) Man, Uh, we are here, Mike. Seriously, a week from Saturday, you and I are going to be rushing – to get on live, put our tie on, and have fun, and talk about Navy. So um, I'm expecting to see a lot of football players. Don't want to give early prediction, but it is going to be it's going to be nice, man. We, we're we're finally here. We're yeah. finally here, which is awesome. I think, I think on the Sunday show, or maybe it was our show last week with me and you, I said that this week to, or today we're going to do a season prediction show. I, I, I'm an idiot and miscounted a week. We're going to do that this upcoming Wednesday. So Tim's going to go game by game. Maybe I will too. We'll see. Maybe we'll have work on or something and, and we'll, we'll predict Notre Dame season. Maybe we can do some kind of like over under prop bet type stuff too, Tim. Get out your favorite, uh, our boys at the, the odd shark and let's do a few. Let's see if they got some early predictions and throw some scores out, come back on our, um, on a December show and uh, let's see how we did. I think that'll be fun. That'll be fun. Predict some scores, like kind of like blue and gold, uh, the illustrated magazine, you know, the yearbook they do. All right. Well, that is going to do it for today's show. If you have not done so yet, um, hit the thumbs up on this video. And so, of course, subscribe to our channel for more content. If you have not done so head to blue and So much more coverage from today's practice, the last media availability, um, practice uh and, and then yeah i think they practice well, today's wednesday they thursday friday then they're off saturday sunday i think and then monday game week um so we'll we'll have so much coverage leading up to navy 10 30 a.m thursday recruiting show later wednesday night i'll have the practice report finally posted from from the guys on our youtube channel so as always a lot to to check out Um, right here on our YouTube page and blueandgold.com. As always, we appreciate you folks and we will catch you next time. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.